standpoint you can take it or leave it so you know we're we're all about that uh, deep topics life and finding things to kind of find common ground with other people who we invite on the show and you know i think one of the biggest um, impacts of our lives right now and especially our generation oh my god the glare i'm so sorry but um <laughs> let's yeah no need to mind that um One of the biggest like um, impacts on well, at least my life during the pandemic period has been music. Music has been that go-to, you know, when I'm when I'm like in any mood, um, if I'm feeling sad, if I'm feeling happy, if I'm feeling mad, just open Spotify and just listen to whatever comes up. And then you know, every Monday and Friday you have the Discover Weekly and the release radar just makes the day so much better. And um, I'm sure I'm not the only one who feels the same way. And so we decided to invite someone who. Um, has experience in the realm of actually, you know, creating music to come join us. So if you would like to introduce yourself. All right. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Dia, Dia Mate. I'm a singer-songwriter and occasional music producer. And wow. yeah, I, I love to make music. So that's me. All right. Welcome right to on. the show. Mm-hmm. Super happy to have you here with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. So, like we said, this is a non-script podcast, so the convo mm-hmm. can be like go anywhere. But I guess before we get into anything else, we just want to hear like your story, how you started making music, because we noticed you only started putting out like stuff on Spotify during COVID time already. So that yeah. must have been an experience all on its own. So mm-hmm. we kind of talk through like how you started making music. Yeah. Um. So basically, how it all started, I guess. If I just start from the very beginning, I started with piano lessons and singing lessons since I was like grade one ata, until like, let's say grade 10. So I was doing it for such a long time. My piano though is like on par at best. Like I can do chords lag and it's, you know, because you know, when you play piano, classical piano, you get sick of it. So you don't play it as much as you do. But anyways, yeah, so I grew up playing um, piano, um, singing a lot, especially with family members. And in high school, I really loved like string instruments and I was getting sick of the piano at that point, right? And I was like, mom, dad, can you please let me take guitar lessons? And they were like, no, you need to get good at piano first. Like, it doesn't make sense. And I was like, no, but like guitar looks so much cooler. It looks so much more easy. And because the thing I liked so much about the guitar and I guess the ukulele is it's so like, you can really bring it anywhere with you, you know? That's so true. So transportable. Like you don't have to, like a piano, unless it's like an electric piano, you can't really carry it anywhere, right? And in most homes, we just have the regular piano. So I remember I got my first ukulele for Christmas from my Lola. And I remember teaching myself. And I was that, I, you know, I watched your interview with Tala. And she oh. said she was the girl with the ukulele. That was also me in school. I was that girl mm. in the ukulele. I with the ukulele going around singing Riptide. I'm so self-aware of that. Yeah, and I know classic, so, yeah. <laughs> it's so classic. I'm I'm so sorry to everyone I disturbed in school, but that was me. I, I love the ukulele. And then eventually my friends are like, why don't you post covers on SoundCloud? And I never really thought of it until, you know, they pointed it out. So 
that's how it all started. I posted um, covers on SoundCloud and some originals. Like the first song I ever wrote was about a crush I had in eighth grade. It's called Puppet Strings. It's on SoundCloud. If you guys want to check it out after this, <laughs> but for sure, yeah, little fourteen-year-old me, and then yeah, just went on. Then from there, I did YouTube covers, and then I did some performances for Kids for Kids, which is a charity here in the Philippines. Oh yeah, um, yeah. If you guys know Kids for Kids, so mm -hmm. I was I performed for them in some of their events. Cause cool. I just I loved it, yeah. Cause I used to go to Woodrose, so I was batchmates with um, the founders of Kids for Kids. But yeah, and then after that, wow, this is really long. I took the whole time. No, go ahead. Rob, this is your life story. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, I in high school you can choose like because I took a specific program called the IB program so you can choose your subjects I chose music so I chose music and there I found my love for like composition and making you know music that wasn't just songs like it was more instrumental in a way and I really loved that and then it only like my music making only really started during the pandemic funny enough because I had so much time I actually took like two years off before college so i'm actually a freshman right now so oh. yeah so during my first gap year i was actually um interning with my label right now so i was their intern Funny. yeah it was crazy and that's where i like <laughs> i was just in the office and then one day i was really bored because i finished all my tasks now and i was just sitting at the desk and i was like you know what i'm gonna search online how to create a beat on garage band because i had garage band and everyone who has a mac if you have a mac um, yeah, it's good. You can it's just easily get GarageBand, and it's not bad, right? It's a free software, yeah. and it's pretty good for what it is, right? And that's how I started producing. Like I used just GarageBand, and it was super fun. I made some beats. The first beat I ever made is also on my SoundCloud. It's really bad, but it's just fun to listen to because it's the first. It's my first beat, right? right? So, yeah. And then, what happened during the pandemic? Pandemic hit, right? I was still their intern. And I was working remotely at home and then my mom saw this thing on Facebook and she was like, Dia, join this competition. You never know, like you should try it. It was called the pop stage. I don't know if you guys know it. It's like a face. It was like an online Facebook competition and I joined it and I made it to the finals, which is pretty crazy. Um, wow. And then yeah. after that, I got signed, which is super crazy. And then I just made a lot of music during the pandemic and I use all of my free time to learn how to create beats and write more songs. That's how it, that's basically the whole intro <laughs> of Dia. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so cool. I can super relate to the ukulele thing because I play ukulele too, but I'm not, I'm not like a, like super, mm -hmm. I'm not a super good player, but like for, for the first year, I think I didn't own a case and mm -hmm. I, I only started learning uke when I was in college now. So I actually brought it to school a couple of times with no case so like we had a computer class i literally just put it on top of the cpu and oh, was just like, just, oh my yeah and then my friends were just like yeah can i borrow this and then i of course i had to carry it around like that because i couldn't put it yeah. in my drawstring bag it looks super weird right but yeah it's it's yeah i super get what, what that's like it, it's kind of it's kind of its own vibe to carry yeah. without a case mm -hmm. like I look. feel like that's how it is, talaga, in Hawaii. You know, in all of the beaches, they're just yeah. They just no kind of carry it with just, them. Yeah, yeah, they're like, I custom made this. You know, this is 
this is my own creation, right? You wouldn't want to Ready to jam, it. you know? Yeah, exactly. You don't want to be like, let me just take it out of the case. Yeah. You want to just be like, oh, okay, let's go. Let's play. But yeah, that's super yeah. cool that you, you got signed but during the pandemic, right? That's, yeah, it's crazy. I know. It must have been something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, music is one of those things that it's timeless, but it's like ever-evolving. Yeah. So, like, did you did you see your music, um, like style changing drastically from, like, pre-COVID, and then you know during COVID when you had a lot of free time to kind of explore and experiment with new sounds, and like you started getting probably into like new artists who you didn't give a second thought to, like pre-pandemic. Like, mm-hmm. did you notice any drastic change in the way that you did your music before, and then compared to like now recently? I think, like right now, I guess. I think I found my niche in a sense, but in the beginning, I mm-hmm. was very biased. Like I loved electronic, R and B, indie pop. Like I mean, mm. what I was listening to a lot was like a lot of like Claro, yeah. a lot of um, oh, what's his name? A lot of Daniel Caesar. Like you know the very um Love mainstream mainstream R and B. Just a lot of yeah, you know that type of music. And when I was going into like once I was signed and once I was making music, I was like, I wanna sound very like kind of like that like i want to sound r&b i want to sound indie pop like i don't really care in terms of like staying in a box because i was mm-hmm. so like i was i wanted to be like billy eilish in a sense where her music is her music like when you listen yeah. to it it's like her music is her own genre it's literally oh, you yeah. can't really match it right? like sometimes one song sounds like a specific genre and then the other it's like wow it's so layo it's so different so Sure. I want it to be like that. So if you like listen to my first songs like Heart Hates Me and Dream, it's so different from my EP and other songs that I've released. Because it's that's what I, I was trying to fit into like a mold in a sense. Uh, but I of course I'm very proud of like the songs I made and those of songs. Course. But it's very different, I guess, in the direction I'm heading and especially with the music that I produce on my own because what I've noticed is when I work with producers and when you I guess when you work with other artists in general it's it's like a merge of like your ideas with their ideas right it's not completely your own so let's say for example um my song dream right when I made it it's very acoustic it was very like sweet pop and when I worked with blaster he made it very like his sound in a sense of course i loved it and i loved the direction it was going in but it wasn't just like what i wanted what i what i envisioned it was like a collaboration of ideas you know but when i make my own stuff i've realized that i've kind of branched out and when you listen to like the demos i've made it doesn't sound like a typical r&b sound it doesn't sound like a typical indie pop it's like its own thing when I listen to it, I'm like, what the hell did I just make? Like, what is this? But of it's course, it's sound. It's, it's my sound. sound, I guess. But I, I enjoy it. Like, I guess, yeah. I've also, because of the pandemic, like you said, like I've been really into like listening to a lot of new artists, like indie mm-hmm. R&B and other things. I just, yeah, I just listen to a lot of stuff now, especially for inspiration. So who are your like go-to like musical escapes? Like during COVID, because my like for me, my pre-COVID picks like in my Spotify like top five artists. It's so different from like in 2020 when I looked at it yeah. again. Yeah. yeah, like it it completely changed. Like I got super into Mac Miller, 
like state 2020 like yo I, i i bought this merch pa like that's how that's how into it i got and i was so sad because i was like there's no way i can ever watch him perform ever but i'm so happy that like i got into his music when i yeah. did it really changed like like now it's always in my um in my rotation and mm-hmm. rotation all of that it's a really like smooth vibe and it's perfect for any mood like yeah for sure i love mac miller yes so solid so who are your um like musical go-to escapes i think i think i've always had like constant because i have like my 2020 playlist because every year what i used to do since i've been high school since 2016 i'd make i'd make playlists per year like playlists per year in my spotify so i have a 2016 a 2017 a 2018 a 2019 playlist so i can look back and kind of like see how my music evolved and but there's always been my content so let's say for example umi i don't know if you know umi but she's an r&b artist from the states and she has a specific song called remember me and that was my top in 2021 or 2020 but it was my top and even till now i listen to it all the time because it reminds me of really good memories like it's attached to so many things that i i went through and been through you know and also for some reason there's just one song by trippy red that i listen to all the time it's called till the end of time and it's really good it's like not a typical trippy red song like it's very like indie but rap but <laughs> it's like um a mix of genres in a trippy red song which is so weird but i love it i love it and i guess like post malone for some reason uh, I always <laughs> i love post malone so much he's always oh. there yeah drake is always there he's drake, always yeah. for i think for the past three years he's been my number one artist only because he has really good songs that i can work out to and not work out to so it's just in that mix oh that's true he has songs where you're kind of like i want to stay in bed and do nothing and then he has songs where you're like i want to stand up and vibe exactly that's why he's <laughs> like an overall artist you know but yeah those are those are the few that i've i've been stuck to yeah damn drake and post yeah. That's great, no? especially during the time where people are at home and yeah. everybody's isolated in their rooms and, you know, without music, I couldn't imagine talaga, like how people would just go through their day. Because I've never um, went, let a day go by without listening to music, you know, at least once. And it's really important talaga, the role that music played um, during the pandemic and and I can just say that, like, massive respect to you and to other artists also who put out content and, you know, their music out there during these times, these trying times. Very, mm-hmm. very difficult then to put music out there nowadays because of the um, restrictions of the pandemic, the limited yeah. resources, having to do most of, like, the process at home, like you mentioned, yeah. you did some of your stuff at home. I want to get into your music videos, though. And the visuals because i'm a very mm. big um, fan of like music videos the visuals and all that and i've seen um the videos of your songs and they're just so artistic and that's crazy so like kind of tell us something about you know how the the process was like you know in the producing of the, the videos and all that especially during these times yeah so I guess when you make music videos, especially during the pandemic, it's quite difficult only Mm. because it's hard 
to stay safe in a yeah. sense where it depends on the production if it's a bigger production there's going to be of course more crew members more people there makeup artists um and you're, everyone has to get swabbed sometimes you have to get swabbed two days before like a legit pcr and not just an antigen and it depends also where we are like covid wise like i know mm. there were times where i couldn't shoot because of the you know the scary like covid like for one of my music videos for example one of the boys it was just me and my best friend annika we just did that together we shot everything together we did everything in her house wow. because of covid we like we woke up at 5 a.m and did everything we moved the furniture and it was so funny it was a fun experience though like Galang. doing that on our own but yeah it's it's very different in pandemic wise because of course pre-pandemic no one thought twice right even if you had a cold you could go to school and people are like yo stay away from me you're gonna make me how but you're not scared it's go it's gonna be covid but now yeah. it's like even in music video shoots you really have to be super careful and it i guess it's the timing but in terms of like the production of the music videos um it's always gonna be a good time especially if you're working with your friends and people you just enjoy working with so like for example one of my music videos um that just came out fantasy uh my friends worked on it like it wasn't we didn't get um a prod team like we usually do i guess for the artists in the label my my label i'm so happy because they're so supportive of me and what i do and they they let me release whatever i want they let me create whatever i want and go for my crazy ideas and i was like can my best friend and my friends helped me with my music video and they were like okay <laughs> and it was because i guess um because my my best friend and my other friends we started a production company called cosmic pictures and they're the ones who did my last music video and it was super fun working with them because i guess for me as an artist i love being like super involved in terms of the conceptualization, the shooting, the production, the storyline and everything. And with for this music video, I was very involved. I feel like I was too much involved. I was kind of overstepping my role as an artist. But because as an artist, you know, sometimes we we get we have too much pride in our work and we just want everything to be perfect. And a lot of artists I think are perfectionists. Like you kind of put out um the best version of what you think you made, but it's like Sometimes we don't think it's the best version still. Like, like I listen back to like some of my songs. I'm like, well, I could have fixed this. I could have added an instrument. I could have done this. But, you know, we need to try our hardest. And then I guess in the sense of working with broad teams, like um, the one you mentioned, the Euphoria, the Euphoria one, I worked with um, 1990 Productions and they're super cool. Um, I love the work that they do. And they're so fast, like literally three days after the shoot, they were like, here, here's the draft. Wow. I had them change oh, nothing. Crazy. They changed. I literally was happy with the first output they gave me. I think the only thing I told them to take out was because you could see that my eyelash was coming off <laughs> in the shot. And I was like, can you just blur that? And then they just blurred it. And then that was it. I literally had no edits. I literally didn't tell them to like change anything because that's how good they are. Like I could have just, I literally just told them it's fine. I'm okay with this now. Just take out, fix the eyelash, please. But anything else, I'm okay with. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it. that's great. Diba? Okay. I mean, I listened to Fantasy now. And then after listening to the song, I had to watch it again, like for the video. Because I had to appreciate it. It was really, 
It was something else. Dark like, dialogue, like, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to the song and then I'm going to listen to the dialogue after. Because there's mm-hmm. parts where you're speaking where I'm like, wait, what did she say? Yeah, I missed that. Gotta appreciate it separately, yeah. But the, mm-hmm. I, the visuals are just, I don't know. Mm. Thank you. So, <laughs> HBO series, no? <laughs> oh my. I love Euphoria. Theme song yeah, of Euphoria, na yan. It's going to be like, we're looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it must have been such an experience to be able to do something like that again during a time of like, safety. Mm-hmm. So, it's super, you know, that's not something to be taken for granted. Yeah. Like, to have come out with that same level of like output given yeah, everything that's going on. Like, wow, props to Thank everyone you. who Thank worked you so on much. that with you. Like, we had fun watching it. Like, we, we did a binge of, of, your, of your songs. Like, really? <laughs> so, yeah. We were like, wow, this is super good. And then when the fantasy um, video came out, we watched it like, I think a day after it premiered and we were just mm-hmm. like, blown away so thank you so much and that was around the time we started watching Euphoria too so I think that <laughs> yeah it's meant to be. that's how it's like, <laughs> yeah, we like I see where she's going with this stuff <laughs> mm. wow music is and, so big but like, uh, let's and see, all let's the people see. the supporters um, the people yes, who leave all those comments who you know appreciate the music that you put out you know the hard work and yeah. For, yeah, for you to see people who are like, you know, during the pandemic, I've been, you know, pretty, pretty sad and all that. And then listening to your music, you know, made things better. But for sure, getting those kinds of like comments from people, you know, the support, very heartwarming and really shows yeah. na this is why I love doing what I'm doing. And despite mm-hmm. the circumstances we have right now. I'm gonna push through and like really put you know my art out there you know for, yeah not just for me but for the people also who appreciate it so yeah congrats by the way on all thank the you. Yeah. Videos. <laughs> that clear thank you so much mm-hmm. um, 20 minutes <laughs> yeah I didn't want to save it till the end so we yeah, got <laughs> wait <laughs> no but it's implied I mean she's here this is why she's here right yeah, but it's so like um crazy because like I I started writing books during mm-hmm. quarantine like 2020 and what I would do is I would make playlists per book to kind of oh, wow. get into the vibe of what I wanted like like you know you know how when you're like watching a, a scene that has no music and then you're like okay I have the perfect song to match this scene with yes like, I did that yeah but I know when what I was you're talking writing, about yeah when I was writing I was like okay I want this song to be playing. Like, if there's ever a visual representation yeah. <laughs> of it, I would want this song to be playing separately. Mm-hmm. Playlist. And one of your songs made one of my, like, most recent... Yeah, I was like, God damn, this, this song's making me feel shit. I gotta put it into this perfect scene. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love to hear that. Yeah, but see, that's, like, the, that's the kind of um, impact that music is making on people yeah. now, right? And to kind of take it, like, a step deeper since we are more on, you know, self-growth and all mm-hmm. of that. Um... Let's let's take you out of the artist perspective and kind of put you okay. into the just music consumer, you mm-hmm. know, you, you as a person. Like, um, I know there are a lot of songs that now all people can think when they hear it is they they have memories kind of assigned to yeah. the songs and stuff like that. Not for any like particular reason, just because like 
that's that's how they they saw it when it was listened to. Yeah. Um, have there have there been any songs like that where you kind of you kind of either don't want to listen to it as often because you're gonna be reminded of the of the memory or songs where you're like okay I want to remember this again so I'm gonna listen to the song to get into the vibe. Oh, for sure, man! Like there are so many songs where I listen to it and I'm like, "F this!" Like I do not want to listen to this. <laughs> I right don't want to feel this. I'm gonna now. relive my memories, and I don't want to do that. Like I'm just gonna cry, right? <laughs> But of course, there are songs where like. There are songs though where that that's happened, right? I didn't like it, but then what I do is I attach it to a different memory. Like I specifically after something's happened to me, I listen to that song, so I <laughs> attach it to this memory, na, and the other memory is gone. That's what I did to a few of the songs. Oh shit! This is a smart thing to do. I don't know if I have the heart to like to be like I'm I'm unassigning this this memory. I'm putting <laughs> this memory. It's a lot harder. Huh? <laughs> it It's a lot fun. harder, but. Because there's just some songs that I love too much that I can't give up, and if oh, there's yeah. a bad memory, I'm just gonna change it. So, for example, um, the song "Skin" by Dijon. I don't know if you know it, but it's oh yeah, I know Dijon. Yeah, I love Dijon, and that specific song has been with me through everything, all the bad memories, all the good memories, because I just can't let it go. It's like one of my favorite songs, and it's just literally that's like my song that's been through all the trauma. <laughs> trauma song but i love it because there's so many good memories too and i think my favorite though is listening to songs that remind me of my childhood does that make Those sense like best. yeah like nostalgic songs like yeah um me and my parents actually we moved to the states for like two years and um my parents were really into road tripping and like road trip music and at the time i was like an only child and i was 10 so mm. the music i'd listen to um was the music my parents were playing and when i listened to like for example so i love drake so much so you know take care by drake featuring rihanna so that yeah. song really reminds me of my 11 10 to 11 year old self and i just love that song because it reminds me of like the good times when nothing was I didn't have like bad thoughts in my head, you know, because <laughs> you know how you get older and you have more intrusive thoughts. It makes like that song reminds me of like the good times and feeling free and not having you know things to think about. Like it just reminds me of good things and simple times. <laughs> simple times, exactly. And like a lot of the 2012 music. <laughs> oh yeah. That's like sure. I feel like yeah. when every <laughs> when everyone had the same. That was the mga what Gangnam Style and yeah. Harlem Party Shake. Rock. <laughs> oh my God, for sure. But but like the, there were really good songs there. Um, well, you know, Young Wild and Free, Bruno Mars. Oh, I yeah. love that song because it reminds me of my trip. To Disney World with my parents. It just reminds when me when you were young and wild. When I, yeah, when I was young, and at that time I didn't you were even. You're seeing that man. I didn't. You kind of slid into the perfect. I was like, okay, I'm not. I was like, yeah, you shouldn't say it now. Oh God, but but I it just I didn't know what the lyrics meant. Okay, I was 11. Of course, I didn't know. But yeah. listening to it now, I know the lyrics, but I love it because I can connect it to like so many new memories now, and like me and uh. my friends, like have like some weird wavelength like we connect with 2012 music because we all listen to the same music at that time so yeah i just yeah that's basically everything about like my memories that music. was when one d released take me home oh my god 
Yeah, direction. <laughs> honestly, good times. Honestly, like if we would go back to like that. Yeah, you know? yo, our our music when I was in high school, I don't know what the fuck is happening there. Like, mm. <laughs> if you look at like my iPod Touch and then it's all the we downloaded from. Oh, I did that also. When I downloaded everything. Yeah, some of it has like the the wrong art. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Did you did you get to the time where like you downloaded from YouTube specifically and then put oh, no, it in your iPod? Oh. I did like the. No. MP. I don't want to say what it was. I don't remember the full and of the <laughs> of the website. There was some that had like the wrong audio in some parts. I can't do anything about that. It's the only copy. And the title for the song's different, diba? Right? Yeah, that's going. Oh <laughs> and also like seeing, you know, yung charts nowadays, like on Spotify, like the top 50, whatever. And when you see one of the older songs that you used to love kind of pop up again, then you haven't listened it listened to it for I know in a while. Then yeah. you listen to it, and all the rush of nostalgia just like comes. <laughs> yeah, face, it's like the sure. best feeling ever. Mm-hmm. For sure, like rediscovering something you've already listened to before. Yeah, or a yeah. song that like you didn't give a shit about, and then now it's like your whole new, life. newfound appreciation. But... Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you guys. Mm-hmm. That's me with Mac DeMarco right now. Like, I just listened to this old dog again, and I was like, "There's so many songs." Yeah, I was adding it all to my playlist. I was like, "Okay, this this is a new like stage in my life because all of mm-hmm. these songs are hitting like a way that they didn't before." Yeah, or the albums of like artists you love, pero yeah, the albums you didn't listen to before, you didn't care for before, compared to the ones that you love, then you listen to them now, and you're like, "Man." I should have listened to this like when it came out. But... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Music, talaga. <laughs> yeah, and Change the way that it's affecting like society now. Like, look, look at what TikTok has done to music, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, There's so for many sure. That I'm so thankful that people just decided to randomly include the sound in their video because I'm like, holy yeah. shit, what song is this? And then it's a completely unknown. Artist, but then you look at their mm-hmm. top one, and it's the song that's trending on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> like so For many sure. songs that came out before that people made remixes, like reverb versions, like slowed up, like yeah, crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh my god, music's giving me like goosebumps. I like, love if we music. We could have audio tracks attached to like these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you'd look back at it now. You could listen to the audio and you're like, oh, it's that. Yeah, episode. we could have added music to this. It could have been such a vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe in the future. I think you guys should do it though. That would be sick. Like scoring that would be. episodes. And we have someone here who knows how to produce. I mean, if you ever need help, just hit him. me up, guys. <laughs> garage band mate. Garage band Okay, I don't use garage band anymore. Okay, I use I use logic now. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Band. <laughs> no, nothing wrong with garage band. I love garage it's band. Like, yo, it's I use it for so many years. Like, yeah. OG for sure. Hmm. Yeah, that's how I made the, the the theme song track for this podcast for the other podcast for our show. We have the same song. Can you believe that? I listened to it. Your guys' intro, it's so cute. I was like, oh, this is so cute. It's such a cute instrumental. Yeah, when we were making it, we were just like, why are we... Like, I I just sent them, I was like, guys, what do you think of this intro? Is it Bobby? Are you sure about this? This is your voice, man. (laughs) Yeah, but that was so fun. Have there been any, like, moments where, you know, those, those tiny moments, like, scattered across life where... You kind of hear a song, 
like playing and, and it doesn't even need to be like important to you at that time but yeah. for some reason it like catches your attention but then you can't get the song like on like I, I use Shazam whenever I'm in public mm-hmm. and I, I like a song that I hear but sometimes it doesn't process I'm like freaking yeah. out because I'm like this song is gonna freaking end and I don't have it and then I don't wanna ask like what the playlist is like and then late, years later when you're not expecting it that's when you end up finding what it was mm-hmm. like have you ever had any moment where there was a song that that meant so much you didn't know why and then you found it years later and you're like holy shit like, I think so I forgot the title. That's <laughs> all there's right. This, there's this one song <laughs> that I just don't know. Like my friend, um, I would think I was we were driving together, and she, she just pulled it up, and I was like, "Holy crap! Like I know this song. Like I've been looking for this for so long, and you're playing it, pala. Like you know it." And I was like, "Girl, why didn't you tell me <laughs> this song?" And then I like I added I added it to my playlist right away. It's like I cannot lose this anymore. But it was that song. It was like a very like indie like slowish like you know with the drums and it's very like upbeat but it's slow does that make sense yeah. i forgot yes. the name <laughs> yes. but yeah yeah that's gonna stick with you for a week now yeah <laughs> i'm gonna after this episode i'm literally going to like check my phone and find the title and listen to it because <laughs> i want to listen to it again but yeah it's that song how about yeah, you guys yeah i think now spotify lets you like type lyrics in and then to be like match the lyrics to the song hmm? I tried it the other day. There was a song that I wanted to remember, but you know when you can't remember anything but random lyrics, you just type. And then it came out on Spotify. I was like, oh, wow. match I lyrics. Know. I was like, what? I think you know mine. If you, if you catch my drift <laughs> with regards to using Shazam, right? <laughs> well, Shazam is like super reliable. It's just that, you know, sometimes it's, it's not available on Spotify also. Yeah. So I'm like, where am I gonna yeah. listen to this? I have to search on YouTube and then do- like save it. As a... That's what I. That's that's the way music. I'm so hyped about the shit. Music is so important. I, I love music. You ever like when you guys listen right and you can't catch it, but you only know like the the chorus. Yeah. No, not even the lyrics. Like you oh, just, just know the, like the the ad libs yeah, and the yeah. humming. That's mm-hmm. what I hate. And then when you search it online, you try to type the humming. Yeah, you ever do that? Like, yes. Yeah. You voice yeah. I don't know if that works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happened to me last. Actually, last week I was watching something, and then yeah, so that's what I do. If I, if I'm like watching a Netflix show, or like if I'm watching like something like Euphoria, and I like the the soundtrack, the first thing I'm gonna try and do is I'll unplug my earphones and then I'll place my phone with Shazam next to it and pray that it gets picked up because the dialogue is so loud. Oh, that it true. Can't, like, yeah. There was one one song from a show. I can't remember what it was that I was watching, but I couldn't get it. And up to now, oh, I was watching a vlog. Pala. Do you know Kelly Wakasa? I don't. I don't. You gotta check. He's living in New York as a content creator. Like okay, he check, he did a Valentine's Day video where he made Amin to his roommate because oh, they've okay, been teasing like their relationship for a long time and in the end Ooh. he played a really good song right when he said that he liked her and I couldn't get it because he cut the video like Sato. and then he was like oh you can check out my music and epidemic sound and when I click you need to like like subscribe before you can access like oh. the music so I was like no how am I gonna find this I'm just praying another YouTuber mm-hmm. decides that, oh I wanna use this music also it's in the description. Credited. No, it's not. It's only the link. It's like what you, the, the music that I use then. Boom. Epidemic sound. Did you check the comments? Because sometimes people are like, what's this yeah. song? Mm-mm. 
Yeah, I, I well, that that works on TikTok. It doesn't work on YouTube. Like people, some some people on YouTube when they comment that stuff, they're not helpful. The people who That's reply, they like, <laughs> like they say some random thing that has nothing to do with the. Yeah, it's quite unreliable, no, on <laughs> YouTube. Mm. <laughs> people on TikTok though, they're like detectives, no, like they really just find everything. They- yeah, I don't know. There's talaga. always whenever someone asks what the song is, you scroll down like five, six comments. It's there. They'll be like, "Oh, it's yeah. a, no, this version, pa." Yeah, like, exactly. It's like Reddit, and they put you know? the exact link also, and I'm like, "Oh, this is so helpful. Thank you." <laughs> hmm. Oh my gosh! And people, have you seen those TikToks where they're like, "I saw this cute guy TikTok do your thing," and then they find who that who that person the is. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw someone. <laughs> From here, from this country, who did that? They were like, I saw someone across in the other car who waved at me, helped me find him. I was like, What is this? That's crazy. Oh my <laughs> god, what content now? Like, what? <laughs> people love it, man. <laughs> yeah, people love the thrill of you know mm. finding, finding new things, I guess. <laughs> oh my, TikTok, talaga. yeah, their music. Although, like, I, I think that they should put more of the TikTok versions on Spotify. Like, I know they're copyrighted because it's not the original artist yeah. who makes the mix but they can collab because some of them are actually like better than the original versions and you know the sped up ones mm-hmm. are a different vibe right? yeah so down, for know? sure it's yeah. true I mean they could do it they could like find a way to like upload it as a cover quote unquote cover and not yeah like... they can be their own private like record label but they work with artists to kind of Oh, I'll give you the royalty. Let me use your song, the back. Yes. And then you have like the like the people doing the um duet me trends, and then there's so many like people doing doing extra stuff that they just include. Yeah. And then some of them actually get with like they they get to deal with the artist. There was one, I forgot the name of the girl, the one who the please don't text me when you're drunk one, like. Oh, that one! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're. I know which TikTok you're talking. Which yeah. TikTok you're talking about? I don't know the name of the girl though. I one forgot. of them got to do, like, got to record the song with her because she liked their duet. Really? Talk. Yeah. That's crazy. I was so yeah. impressed. I was like, my God, this is how fast people are getting like noticed mm-hmm. now. Hmm. Yeah, TikTok is like what I've learned. It's a very important marketing tool for a lot of artists. It's like look at Doja Cat. I think before TikTok, yeah. I knew Doja Cat because of, because of her Moo song. You know the Moo song? Like, it was Moo. <laughs> That's why I knew Doja Cat. And then TikTok <laughs> happened. And then everything happened. And now she's like crazy and super successful. And she's uh, like, I want to be like Doja Cat. Oh, have you seen like some of your songs being featured in like some random TikTok videos? Or is that like even possible? I actually Faded is my one song that did really Faded. well mm-hmm. on TikTok. Like there are so many random TikTok videos. It has like 20,000 videos, I think, on TikTok. It just- People be feeling them feels. Eh? I know, they just, people just use it out of nowhere. And someone told me, like, I think one of my supporters, she just texted me, she was like, hey Dia, look, your TikTok's like, doing well it knows your song is doing well on tiktok and i was like wait what i checked it's on and it's TikTok. Like, yeah and i was like yo this is crazy you know i just checked it again and one of the miss universe delegates from last year oh wow um, she used it in her tiktok and i was like oh yeah, and it was so just, 
and it was just a random video like it was she was like at a restaurant i think but it was really cool i was like yo it's the girl from miss universe but yeah like a lot of people use it and it's just fun to watch like people come up with random things and just use your yeah. stuff that has no context to the yeah. sound and then it's like you mm-hmm. just match it you know? mm-hmm. i think i came yeah. across like a, a comment on one of your music videos while i was watching i forgot the specific song but there was someone who commented like i heard this in like an h&m like <laughs> h&m dressing room and then it stuck to, to them now and then they listened to it and yeah it's crazy talaga where music can really go i know it, it's it's mm. really crazy especially that h&m thing like uh, the song you're talking about is dream, dream. so um, yeah. yeah i was able to like they got dream for a h&m campaign actually Oh shit, that's so cool. Yeah. Right. It was bigger than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a random coincidence, right? Mm. No, but it, it, it's just super cool. Like, I couldn't even believe that, like, H&M wanted to use my song, right? And it's just my, my wow. second single coming out. And they were like, like, the label told me, like, oh yeah, H&M wants to get Dream. And I was like, are you serious? Are you, you know, are you joking? And then I went to H and M. You know, there were so many times I went to H and M. I didn't hear my song, but like people would go and text me and be like, "I heard your song in the store." <laughs> when you're not there, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And then I Damn finally, it. finally, I went there, and then I heard it, and I was like, "Oh, there, there it is, there it is." <laughs> it's really funny. It's crazy. It's crazy to know that my song was just in the H and M stores, existing, and people are hearing it. You know. That's so cool. Mm. Thank you. But do you have fans like come up to you in public and be like, "I love your music," like that? <laughs> no, yeah. it's, it's never happened to me. You know, it's it's never happened to me. I don't expect Yet. it to. Because we gotta make it. We gotta make one it. Day, one day, one day. But but yeah, and I just hope that they catch me on a good day and they don't catch me like going to the mall and I have no makeup on and like I'm wearing. But I mean, they've a lot of people reached out to me like on Instagram or on Twitter. And that's, I guess that's how they approach me online because that's how it is now, right? You can't really see people in public. Yeah, that's another, that's another mm-hmm. hindrance to, well, that's how... <laughs> And yet, music still makes the day so much better. I know. <laughs> music just really elevates the mood, no? Depending I know. On the situation. It's, it's crazy how it can influence moods. Talaga. Like, before, it just used to be something that it's there so that you kind of have something yeah. to listen to right now. It's like, like, you know, when you're sad and then you're like, I want to listen. I want to feel sad. Like, let me play something that's sad. Like, yeah. Yung mga, well, for me... One of my sad. Even late night, 3 a.m., 2 a.m. Like when I when I'm in my in my dark room, play mga Bonivere. Fuck man, that that shit. Oh hit. my it, god, Skinny Love like, by Bonivere. Like oh. Reed stacks. Oh my god, my. Oh. I know what you're talking about. That's I know exactly what you're talking about. Like late night hits, man, and you're just yeah. Like, John Mayer, Edge of <laughs> yeah. Desire, like that. Yeah. I want to feel sad. I don't know why I'm sad. I want to be sad. It helps though. Like, I guess listening to music when you're sad helps you cope a lot, right? Yeah, it does. Because you're, you're able to comfort yourself with music. Because the thing I love about music is when you find your song, specifically a song that relates to your situation, you can cry to it and be like, oh, this person, I guess, feels how I feel. I'm not alone. 
so i guess listening to it helps you like kind of slowly relive things but then you can kind of forget about it does that make sense like you're just yeah. processing yeah. it yeah and people kind of you know of course everyone sees themselves as the main character in their life story right so you kind of mm-hmm. have songs to accompany you as like your quote-unquote soundtrack yeah as you're going sure. on like with your when you're day. in the car looking out mm-hmm. the window oh my god that was me yesterday <laughs> in the oh, car. i was making mooney mooney and i had my airpods in right and i was in the silent mode and i was just looking out the window and watching all the cars like pretending i was some main character <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i don't know when it's raining no oh <laughs> especially yeah when it's raining oh my god or when you're like in a tunnel or a skyway and then the, the, the lamps are just <laughs> Hey, That's there's true. Tunnel, yeah, here. Tunnel, here. Yeah, of course. Mga Edsa tunnels. Oh, not the tunnels. But like, the, are those really like tunnel tunnels? Because you can still see them. It's not yeah, just... Yeah, that's true. They're like... Green, and you're like, oh no. I don't know what to call it. It gives a nice like light aesthetic when you're like passing. Underpass. The be like, yeah. Underpass. Yeah. Yeah. Under, the underpass. Those are the feels. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing, I guess. <laughs> 1975 robbers. Oh, yeah. I love 1975. Yes. You should be my favorite band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what hits really different, though? is when you're driving. I don't know if you guys drive, but when I'm driving alone, and then you play music, and you're just emoting in the car while you drive. <laughs> Have you guys ever gone through that? You'll be like... What? <laughs> what is happening like she's crying in her bro. car and it's just sad that's me good, like... bro. honestly your I'm kind of like... music is like fits that vibe when you're like driving and the road's like empty lang, and then late at night it, it fits the like, when you roll down the windows and all that oh, the air you. comes in yeah <laughs> when you're in the shower and you're like I don't want to leave because the music's so good yeah about like you have to wait till it finishes before you yeah, can step yeah, out i don't want to skip like if i get out now it's gonna ruin the or like when you when you start the song too early and then you finish your shower and you're like wait oh no sorry you started yeah, too like, early and yeah i can i can extend you know and you like try to play other songs and you ever like right before you shower you try to like cue the song yeah yeah like you have the playlist ready and then you mm-hmm. randomize it but then you're like no i want this song to play so you cue like yeah. five or six exactly It's me also. And like how many yeah. songs it takes for you to like finish showering. Yeah. Exactly. It's like sometimes it's a really long shower. It's like what? Like five songs or it's like three songs or two songs long because it's really fast. Two albums. Yeah, like, you <laughs> two know, albums. 30 minute showers. Like. <laughs> true, true. It's too mm. I love all of these like relatable Yeah, I, I'm glad that it's yeah. relatable and it's not like yeah. just us and then you'd be like, oh. what can do that? Like, It's like when you go online and see these posts about can you relate to this and you're like mm-hmm. oh I do so I'm like not the only person in the world who does that diva Yeah for sure yeah, love it <laughs> That's why memes are so <laughs> trendy now because we yeah. a lot of things <laughs> Exactly especially TikTok you know what I it's so funny like sometimes I see videos and they're like POV blah blah, blah and then people are commenting we I can't like have an same. experience to myself. No, but it's like some people are like, they relate and they're like, I thought this was just me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. I think I saw one like a few months ago where it was like, it was a picture of Tom from Tom and Jerry and he was like half asleep. And then the caption was like, 
that that short window of time when going to the bathroom in the middle of the night. I thought I was the only one. Like I have a five minute time period mm. where if I wake up and go to the banyo, I have to be done in five minutes. I'm not gonna be able to go back to sleep. Yeah, like, I, I'm the I, same. I keep my exactly. eyes like half closed because I don't want to be like I don't want to wake up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you open the lights, brother. Dude, your eyes. I don't wanna. I keep it dark, man. I'm like, how do you do it, man? How do you do it? If it's too dark, like I feel like I'm gonna hit something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was are. my worry before. More but there's a dog cage now in my room. Like I have to make sure I don't like, hit my pupper. But <laughs> but now it's an instinct, no? Yeah. Now the travel to the okay, banyo. I wanna walk over the. <laughs> my gosh. People listening right now are probably like. Same. He'll be like same. Same. <laughs> same. Exactly. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, and then you have those like um, those songs that you can listen to with your pet. Like I've experimented with my dog because like my my parents are always like you know when she's gonna go to sleep since it's way mm-hmm. earlier than me. She's like keep it quiet, keep the lights off. But then sometimes I'll turn on my speaker. I'll play like random music. Like mm-hmm. I play like John Mayer like late at night, and yeah. then like, I technically like vibes to it. And then there's a song that I like found recently. Wait, I'll look for it. One on my phone. It was trendy on TikTok, but I don't wait. It's a song that like I I started calling my dog the name of the song after that. I don't know if you know. Wait, look for it. Space Girl, Francis Forever. Space Girl. Yeah, yeah, I know that. I literally was about to do the thing in the yeah. dance phase. <laughs> that song is a freaking vibe. Yeah. Like, when I found it, I don't know why, but the, the memory of my dog was just like, okay, I'm gonna assign this to, to be Assigning her team. Man. Oh. Yeah, and then I started calling her Space Girl for like a few days. That's so cute! I, <laughs> I love that. Space, yeah, that's a good song though. I was It was stuck in my head for so long. Like, TikTok really has the power to make songs trendy. stuck in my head and trendy. Yeah. For sure. And then when you listen to the full song, you're like, you don't realize it's a TikTok song until you reach that part in the TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because right? you're like, and you're like this is the same song. This is the song pala. That's so true. Yeah. Even songs from like the 80s, the 90s, now they're trending yeah. again. Because they're coming back. Using it. It's so crazy. Oh my yeah. God. Power Music of social media. <laughs> the power of social media. The power of TikTok. This power of TikTok. That mm-hmm. algo is something else. <laughs> it really is. <sighs> Makes it addicting. Oh Damn, this is a nice... I didn't expect this to be a blast from the, Like a blast from the past. Like, relatable. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be like a, a, like a music. When Dio mentioned the 2012 hits. Yeah, right? yeah really... I was like, nah, 2012 was... We were freshmen, man. Mm. <laughs> Oh my god, we were freshmen. We were freshmen in high school. Like you guys were freshmen in high school. I was a child. <laughs> I was a literal child. I mean, we're not we're not we're not that old. We're we're still we're baby hosts. We're like we're only like 22. We're not like only that old or yeah, we're only th- God, that sounds so terrifying. <laughs> we're only 23. What is that? Oh, I'm hold on, I'm 20, so yeah. Welcome to the club, the twins. Welcome club. to the no longer teens. I know, when I turned 20, I was like, this is how 20 feels like. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel the same. <laughs> like I just 21 is going to be the one where you're going to be like, shit. Oh, probably. 
Because it's like, it's your Legal entrance into the 20s. Water. I know. Oh my gosh. I still don't understand how like everywhere it's like legal to drink at like 18. But then when you go to the States, it's you have to wait till you're 21. Yeah, I don't I never oh. understood that also. Like wow for all of the oh, I mean college students in the States. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean no. at, at least here it's you can drink at 18 now. So it's okay. Yeah, that's true. As long as we're here, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Shit. Oh my gosh. What what do you think it would be like if, if you got like invited to perform in like Wonderlander? Oh wow! Oh. If I got, if I got, <laughs> you like stayed up like or mga carpo shows, like they'll pair you with an inter with an international artist. Class. Oh, I might die. <laughs> like, who would way. you who would you want to be like paired with? Heavenly oh. way to die. <laughs> I know. I would literally like. I feel like my body would just ascend mm-hmm. into the heavens and just watch me. You know, <laughs> I feel like if I were to be paired with an international artist, I feel like I would love to sing with Daniel Caesar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. shit, that's so guap. So when the sky is turning, like, <laughs> yeah. Like during Wonderland, when he performed in Wonderland, the sky became pizza, and he was singing best mm-hmm. part. That's why I just I love Daniel Caesar, and his voice is so angelic, and it's so calming, and it's so beautiful. It so, is, and it's very unique. Diba? There's not a lot of people also who sound like yeah. him. Like, like if like I hear him, I'll be like, that's probably Daniel yeah. Caesar. So yeah, Daniel Caesar for sure, or Frank Ocean. So those oh, are yeah. Frank Ocean. Well, they both. No, no. <laughs> are you a uh, are you a blonde or a Channel Orange? Oh, that's so hard. Yo, I didn't think you were gonna ask me this question. I listened to both of them last week. I was feeling them cute, you know, Pilot Jones. I was like, God. I think I have to. Oh, that's. I think I listened to Blonde more. Yeah. But I have a deep. Good. I have a deep appreciation for Channel Orange. You know. Yeah, the songs in Channel Orange are like they're gems, but they're scattered. Like that's true. Blonde that's is like true. the straight, like if you want to feel sad to happy to sad, just listen to straight. It's gonna end with like Godspeed and <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love Yo, Frank Ocean would be actually that'd be a like a really good like pairing for your type of music also. Thank you. Because you'll yeah. get them into that solemn and then Frank Ocean will just be like just come out and sing self-control, you know? Ooh, oh my gosh. Now that you mentioned self-control, I, I actually got a tattoo inspired by self-control. That's oh, how much I love Frank Ocean. Yeah. So that's your favorite song. Go. It's not, but I just love love self-control because I feel like yeah, I can relate a little bit. <laughs> something else. It's like It's something movie. else. It's so good because it has different, like, it's like two or three songs in one you know what i mean like the yeah, vibes change instantly. yeah and it's i just think frank ocean created a beautiful body of work in blonde like it's there are songs where you can vibe and songs where i can listen to like white ferrari oh my oh god oh my god white ferrari it's so it's so <laughs> bad like when you know my friend she played um no no she played i, I was at a in one the other day and she played self-control out of nowhere Everyone like and white Ferrari, and, and I was just like, "Oh my God, I'm so sad now," <laughs> because of course it's Frank Ocean, right? And especially white Ferrari. Like I've listened to white Ferrari when I'm sad, when I'm depressed, or when I'm making Mooney Mooney in the car. <laughs> when you look out the window and you're like, "Yeah, <laughs> your main character." But yeah, that's yeah, that's all I have to say. Just, yeah, even just the start of that song, you get goosebumps to that. 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, bad sure. not to talk. They're just like, oh. <laughs> like, and the oh, weight. Oh, shit. Like, I know, dude. Even the production. Even the music production in that. Like, how do you think of those things? You know? Yeah. How do you think it's, of it? What the creative? His music is like untouched. There's, there's no... That's why he has that hype created around mm-hmm. himself. Like, you remember in like 2017 when he announced that he was going to release... A, a new song and then the yeah. the live stream is just him like in the room do you remember that that was like 2017 2018 and then nothing happened but people still watched it oh no i don't remember that i don't know why i don't there was a it was like it was something i remember there he announced that he was gonna release something and then he had a live streamer he didn't release anything But people still watched it. He didn't even say anything, I think. It was just him sitting down in like a room. But that's oh, the kind of impact that an artist like true. that has. Like, I guarantee you, if he came here, no matter like the cost for the entrance fee, that would be sold out in like... Oh, for sure. It <laughs> if it's 20,000 pesos for a ticket, I'm gonna... <laughs> I will buy it just to watch. I, I know it's so expensive, but like to watch Frank Ocean, right? Like, but it's Frank Ocean. Like, know, you never know when he's gonna stop making me. He just might be like, I'm exactly. done. Exactly. He could just be like, I'm never gonna make music again. And that's so heartbreaking. <laughs> like, I want him to make more music. I just wanna... Oh, I love his songs. That's all I can say. Shit. I'm so happy that we brought up Frank Ocean. Fuck, I was like... I wonder, I wonder if all these people listen to Frank Ocean. Because I wasn't a big fan before, and then I started nitpicking like the mm-hmm. songs into say like that Godspeed and self control and like and then when I when I when COVID happened, I had more time to listen to stuff. Yeah. I could literally just be like, okay, I'm gonna zone out for an hour. I will just binge an entire album, deba, right? and then yeah. that's when all the feels start like coming in. I know. Fuck me. music to <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Oh, I'm gonna have to listen to White Ferrari again later. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, we're each gonna go sit Spotify. in your room. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you stayed up though. If you end up like having a show with Frank Ocean, fuck yeah, we'll be there. Like I will be like she was on our podcast. <laughs> Frank Ocean, like what And is this? Can you imagine if that actually happened? If that actually happened, I might die. Like I might. You get to do the intro to self-control. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! I might die. I keep saying I might die because I, I don't know if that would ever happen. But if it did happen, I wouldn't know how to control myself. Just being in Frank Ocean's presence, you know what I mean? Just seeing him in the flesh, you're like, oh, you're you're real. You're real. Oh, there. <laughs> well, I can just think that like maybe 10 years ago, you didn't think you'd be where you are right now. So that's true. Ten years Actually, from now, you might just be. <laughs> you, never <laughs> you never know. Well, let's manifest it, put it into the world. That like, yeah, maybe one day, you know. Oh, it's true. Shit. It's true. Ten-year-old me wouldn't believe that I I'm where I am right now. Honestly, she'd be shocked. No, fifteen-year-old me would be shocked. Yeah. Nothing is impossible. It's just in time. Yeah. Just gotta. Waited out a little bit. That's true. Just be patient. Yeah. Wow, this is so. Huh, this is not how I thought. Super fun, right? Huh? Yeah. So not cool. only not only did we know more about you know Dia and her music, but we also 
kind of took the time as people who love music to yeah. kind of sit down and just appreciate yeah. music diba? for what it is. Parang party bond mo lang na, can we sit here? Oh, yeah, sure. And then, mm. <laughs> what music do you like? Oh, like what do you music? <laughs> Let me cue up a song. <laughs> I know. I love, like, I feel like that's the one thing I talk about with people when I meet them for the first time. Like, what do you like? What's your, what music genres do you prefer? What's your favorite mm. song? You know? Yeah, that's one of the easiest ways to relate because you can tell mm-hmm. like how people are from the kind of music that yeah, like. For right? sure. Damn. Huh. Well, this has been. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, how do we end this? <laughs> it's never gonna end if I don't. It's a, this is a conversation. It's gonna go on forever. <laughs> but this has been so fun, Bia. Um, I really hope. I, I really hope you learned not only more about music, more about yourself as well. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, we we love your music, and we hope that you continue on like um this path of success that you're on you know you're one of the rising stars in in our country diba? so and Thank so many you. fans out there really appreciate and love your music and you know the two of us here also you know yeah we fans we fans we stand yeah Thanks, guys <laughs> That's so sweet. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And thank you for inviting me to do this. I love doing stuff like this, like podcasts and yeah. speaking. I'm very talkative. So of course. <laughs> go on. That's, 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 we love talkative people. That's how our content gets its quality um, essence. So we, we appreciate you being here too. This was really a learning experience. And, you know, for everyone listening, yeah, again, this is the standpoint. So you can take it or leave it. But... We'll be plugging all of Dia's socials in the description of the Spotify video so you can follow her and definitely check out her music. She is indeed on the path to becoming an even bigger star than she is. <laughs> Alright. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone again for listening. This has been another episode of The Standpoint. We will see you next time. <laughs>